Namaste, Ananya, and welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you here. How are you? Namaste. Thank you so much. Uh, really good to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I mean, like, we, first of all, for those tuning in, uh, you know, we more than welcome you to be listening to this interesting episode with Ananya. I mean, like, we're going to touch upon, you know, a lot of interesting things and sort of like the importance and the value of wearing multiple hats, because I mean, like, that's something that you've been doing a lot, Ananya. And I think this is very key for like the young sport professionals out there, the students that are trying to find their path, right? A good way to do that is by wearing multiple hats, exploring things that are happening in the industry. And I'm excited to have you here and it's going to be fun like diving into the into that very shortly and for those of you that are interested in learning more about these sort of things that wants to get tips from leaders and industry professionals like Ananya make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel you know like it comment what you think is great and and maybe maybe some questions or thoughts that you have that what we can improve so with that, Ananya, I mean, like, we're just going to dive right into it because you were recently the global sport business strategy at Rakuten, but you updated or, I mean, like, you changed your uh, role there now. So what is your new role and, and what are some of your key responsibilities that you're doing for Rakuten? Sure. Um, so thank you for that question. Uh, yes, I started off at Rakuten at, in, uh, well, it, you know, with COVID, it just seems like a lifetime ago, but yeah, right. I started at the at the start of COVID, which is in March, and I shifted to Tokyo for this new role, uh, which was as a strategist. Um, so it was sort of looking at the overall business side of sports business in Rakuten, and now I've kind of switched more to interest areas within marketing and marketing partnerships for our global partnerships office, which still falls under the sports business umbrella nice. at Rakuten Sports. Nice. Um, so for those who are kind of unaware, Rakuten is of course a global leader in internet services and we've got multiple other departments with FinTech and communications and sports being one of our departments um, spread globally. Nice. Uh, so while we have this whole sponsorship side to sports where with global innovation partner of FC Barcelona and on the Jersey patch of uh, the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. We also have a different business side uh, to the sports entity, uh, which is to generate newer opportunities, look out for revenue, generate new IPs. So my role is primarily that. It's nice. uh, to make sure that the assets that we have internally can be marketed better. And uh, the clients that we work with externally can also be marketed and we can sort of generate new IP and activations around that. Uh, that's that's awesome and i mean like it's sort of like the best of both worlds in a sense right <laughs> working so closely like for a major company and then working with like these these amazing sport entities you know it must be it must be quite exciting how has it been working for recruiting so far and just being part of like this sort of like major company yeah it's it's always exciting just i remember applying for the role i was obviously very much excited to kind of start diving into things um right fortunately or unfortunately and this is with everybody covid covid happened and that has its own ups and downs um <laughs> sure. so of course a lot of things yeah uh, i mean a lot of things kind of change uh but you still um learn the ropes my colleagues the seniors have been pretty supportive in terms of giving us a voice to bring forth it's almost like working for a startup within a larger corporation which has been right. the exciting part as well yeah. And I think another advantage of working for a bigger company is you not only get to learn from 
the department you're working for, which is sports in my case, but also kind of expanding into different departments that exist within the company. And if you kind of have the leverage to sit down for a meeting, just observe and take in all the information, that in itself gives you a lot of idea on how to integrate the different departments with within sports. So that's kind of been the exciting part of being in Rakuten as well. Oh, I can imagine. But I mean, like, we haven't talked about this, though, but you're actually, uh, you know, based in Tokyo. So I mean, like, how, how, like, how was like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta, gotta, I gotta go and work in Tokyo. Like, where, where did that come from? <laughs> well, um, well, I don't know where it came from, to be honest. Um, right. I was really, ex- <laughs> I was really excited about working uh, for uh, a company like Rakuten, for Rakuten specifically. Um, I did know that I was very much enticed by or attracted to the market in Asia in general. Yeah, I am sense. from India originally. Yeah. Um, so the market in Asia has always intrigued me. Um, to learn from a market uh, such as Japan in sports, which is sort of, um, which has already done so much and developed so many sports properties with the ones that we see, um, but also has so much more potential that needs to be tapped into. That was the challenge that I wanted to get into early on in my career. And that's how the move to Japan and Tokyo came about. And Rakuten was obviously the bridge that made that happen. That's that's awesome. I mean, like, and, and you got to explore the world, right? You got to see how things is moving, what's going on in the world and, and get new inputs. That, that's another thing. I mean, I think that's a very good point. So I'm just going to add on to that. I feel sure. early on in your career, you kind of have an advantage to move anywhere across the world um, right. without the burden of having excess res- responsibilities. Yeah. Um, and I think how much that can open you up and the exposure that can give to you can go beyond maybe going for an educational degree abroad. So yeah. you might as well utilize those opportunities if you do get to work in another market that kind of falls um, in, in the field of work that you want to do. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, and I, and of course, like in the current situation, it's a little bit hard, like, you know, taking, taking that, that step with the pandemic. But I mean, like, there, there's a lot of, you know, remote opportunities that you can do to sort of like get that, I guess, um, peak or insight into like, you know, global companies, maybe like recruiting, like, like big and small companies out there that are looking for remote, remote work. So that's, that's something that you, you guys, the finish you're looking to, but um, Anani, you've also been like, you know, having like sort of like an entrepreneurial spirit, right? You, you, with your initiative, would like the sports biz show um, and the podcast, of course. And how, how sort of like this, did this come to life? And what is sort of your goal and ambitions with the podcast? I mean, like I see it as sort of like a side, side project, side hustle, but, but what is, what is sort of your goal and ambitions with it? Well, so for the uninitiated, the Sportsbiz show sort of started or the idea was planted in that gap before I was starting my job. Right. Um, and so before moving to Tokyo, I was fresh from grad school and yeah. back uh, spending some time with family. But I realized um, after my experience in New York, how, how developed the market was but right. also how interconnected everybody was. Yeah. Um, and coming back to India, I kind of saw that gap. While I was already having conversations with a lot of these executives, sure. I thought, well, that's an idea. Why not sort of present that and package that to the world and yeah. um, you know, spread information and awareness that way, maybe, maybe do it consistently so that I can manage that with the job. And right. that's kind of how the idea was formulated. Yeah. And soon enough, it 
kind of fine-tuned itself into a more global um, sports project where now I'm not just focusing on Indian content, but kind of also expanding to some great, cool global topics, um, <laughs> which hopefully everybody will get to hear about very soon. And that's how the name got changed from India Sports Biz Talks to the Sports Biz Show. Nice. And, and that's been a learning in itself is just kind of like uh, making sure uh, you utilize the voice that you have. Yeah. And, and that's been my goal with this. Yeah, and I mean, like, and it's also a like, great opportunity to speak with a lot of knowledgeable people, right, to learn. And I mean, like, I, I always say this too, like, from every podcast that we have, of course, like, you know, we want to help these students and young professionals, like, get, like, some insights, but I'm learning new stuff every day. Like, I'm super happy about it. And, and I mean, like, I'm, I'm just, like, you know, soaking in. And I think it's important that you, re- like, that people realize, like, your learning never stops, right? And whether you're, you know, 19 or you're 30 or you're you know 40 or 50 or whatever that is like your learning never stops and i think that's important for for people to always try to like you know stimulate their 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 senses and their knowledge to you know continue developing because also the industry is always moving forward right so these sort of like insights uh the the podcast show that you have and everything like is this way of like learning from that and that's very important when you're a young 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 student but we, we're going to go back a little bit into like, of course, and you mentioned that you, you, you explored, of course, like the, the sport industry a little bit in New York and you had opportunity to take your MS in, in sport management there at Columbia University. And first of all, like, like why USA? I mean, like, I got to ask, I went to San Francisco, like, so I got to like hear your thought process on it. And, and how has the program sort of like enhanced your journey in the sport industry? I mean, I can definitely hope uh, or I can at least say our answers might be very similar as to why we probably chose the U.S. to kind of <laughs> extend our education in sports. Uh, but for me, for me sports, <laughs> absolutely. No, for me, how sports management kind of came about was I used to play for my state in my undergrad in India. Um, yeah. I was a basketball player. Um, yes. And for me, it was always kind of about converting that passion into a career. Um, and just needed a pathway to do that. Um, the reason I chose to, of course, go to the US was uh, of how, for me, okay, so I'll, I'll step backwards and, and this is a question that a lot of students reach out to me for as well. Uh, but the way to choose a program essentially could be divided into a few things. And I feel like um, take this as a way to invest in uh, your education versus go for a degree that gets you a job because right. that that's never guaranteed. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of hustle that goes behind getting a job, uh, let alone just going to a grand institution. In Colombia, right. just the name in itself, and of course, New York City and all the advantages that that provides are great. Uh, but f- to choose an institution which you think will expose you to different things, and that's kind of what drew me to Rakuten as well. So I'll relate the two answers. Rakuten working here is not just for working in sports, but also expanding your work um, exposure and your trajectory into different domains and kind of learning and integrating that. And I think that's the advantage that the US provides because apart from sports, um, they also have a lot of other developed markets which integrate very directly with sports, whether that's entertainment or music or finance Mm -hmm. um, or tech. Um, and I think that those are the advantages that I went for uh, right. as a country and as a city in New York. 
other than that, the Columbia in general also provides you not just a great sports management program, but within the School of Professional Studies where the program is enlisted, there's, right. you know, plenty other courses where you can interact with people across strategic communications and analytics and, and that kind of exposes you to a whole different world. So always choose a course that firstly, of course, be self-aware and what works for you, but then choose yep. a course that kind of doesn't pigeonhole you but expands your horizons so that those those were sort of my points in choosing Colombia and choosing New York um, and subsequently the U.S. <laughs> oh, but I think I think it makes a lot of sense I mean like uh, I think it's a really valid point of like what you're bringing out of of like you know not just go to LA because of LA right <laughs> so sort of like as, a, as an example right but but like what was it like of course, like first, like what kind of program would suit you? And, and second of all, like what can that program offer that will help you towards your goal or, or your ambitions in, 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 in that particular field, right? I mean, like talking about like USF, right? For me, it was literally the only choice I felt like was the best for me because they're focused on getting experience and having that flexibility in their, in their workday was sort of like, okay, that's how I'm going to learn. You know, like, I don't want to be the person that sits in the classroom, like from 8am to, to four every day. Like I want to be out there learning. And of course there's other programs that yeah. do this. Uh, and I'm not saying like they're the only one, but this was one of my key factors for like why I chose USF. And, and I think like, these are some of the stuff that you have to keep in mind when you're like, of course, get that exploring uh, outside, but like, what are the programs offering uh, that, are going to help you succeed like what is their focus and of course there's a lot of great programs but it's also based on your goals right of like if you are want to be like you know maybe like a professor for a sport sport university or sport management or something like that then maybe a more like you know scientific you know research route would make sense and then if you want more a practical approach or like maybe like some of them are focusing more on college athletics then look for schools that have that as their emphasis that that are really good at that because that's what's going to help you reach your goal and i think a lot of us sort of like have this scope of like oh we want to work maybe in in professional sports or we want to do college sports or we want to do like esports or what that might be and that could give you some some easy guidelines to like sort of start looking for what kind of programs that it maybe that's in new york maybe that's in columbia maybe that's a san francisco maybe that's in norway you know yeah. And sort of like exploring that options. I, I think it's very important and it's a really good point. And honest, I think, I think that's a, something that people that are listening here should, should take from this is, is very important. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I think you touched upon all the points too, as in having the right ecosystem, making sure you have that ecosystem. Um, I remember every time we were at Columbia as well, we were always told to kind of step outside that bubble and yeah. explore the city we're in or explore other avenues which can help us grow and expand right. and i think that's kind of what you touched upon as well so it makes absolute sense <laughs> well i mean like in court in addition to your education though like experience getting experience is really important and a great way to do that is you know the value of internships volunteering and this is something that you've been really active on like you know from day one pretty much uh, as an intern board member and a volunteer like what have you learned from you know, exploring the industry so far and, and sort of like, well, why are these kind of roles so important when you're starting your, your sports career? Because a lot of people talk about it, but like, 
what's what's your what's your thoughts around this and why is this important for you yeah um well i mean it's pretty obvious from the get go because there's so many nuances to the sports industry there's this whole development side then there's this whole administrative side there's right. the business side of course um so it it's basically you do as many you take up as many opportunities to better understand what works for you in the long run um and the other aspect that comes with that is if you're a young professional and since you asked about students and how students can kind of better expand their career um it's a chicken egg situation a lot of employers will look for work experience where students right out of grad school or undergrad won't have that Right. So there are these opportunities that are out there for you to chase and grab which you can build on your resume upon and your yeah. CV upon and then take that to the employer to better your chances of getting a job or landing right. an internship um and and that's where that's where these opportunities come in handy um so to look for an ecosystem which can provide you opportunities and today the world's come closer because of covid um sure. i mean everything is digital so you yeah. don't really need to be in a particular city or a country you can do remote internships and those are happening uh far and wide um in a lot of companies a lot of teams brands and leagues um and i think that opportunity is up for grabs for people so if people are sitting at home um i feel like just take up multiple opportunities balance your time and and make sure you not only just to build your resume but also kind of to understand where you would fit in the sports industry so when you start a full time job you're not confused or not you know um again sort of pigeonholing yourself and and taking steps back you're only moving forward right no i i think it's really valid and just to follow up on that too though when you were in new york you know like at at university of columbia like how did you how did you start like start start your your getting your your experience Oh uh, well so I'm sure this could happen with a lot of people the university of course is going to try to provide you opportunities but you have to realize then those are the same opportunities everybody is fighting for so how do you differentiate yourself and also start looking outside of that to develop similar opportunities and grab them um I remember just cold emailing cold calling people and finding out opportunities whether that was paid or unpaid yeah. really depends on i mean that's a whole other debate of whether sure. opportunities sure. should be paid or unpaid sure. but sure. maybe for another time yeah. but i do say this to everybody depending on the experience level you're in um, or you're at and what you're comfortable with and if you can manage it go for any opportunity that's out there it's all about opening doors for yourself right um so even if one opportunity leads to a no um by randomly sort of reaching out to people or going to conferences and networking with people sure. there's a lot more that can come out of it if you persevere and show some tenacity yeah. um and that's pretty much how it happens you, you know you convert multiple no's into yeses and you know this better as an entrepreneur than anybody else yeah yeah um, but that's really how it happens when you're kind of starting out as well but i mean like honestly this is why i asked because i wanted you to, that that's exactly the answer i was hoping for <laughs> just to like showcase that you know the importance of putting down the effort you know like at the end of the day like the industry is so competitive there's a lot of you know people fighting for the same kind of jobs and of course the universities are trying their best and and they want to provide but you got to look you know for you got to take the initiative no one is is waiting for you you know you have to take that first step and and this is sort of like why we why we try to push on this through the through the podcast to to the information that at the end of the day like it comes down to you you got to showcase your passion and 
And if you do that, like Ananya, you know, you, you've been exploring a lot of the industry. Now you're working for Rakuten. You have your own sports to show. Like if you put down the effort, a lot of things can happen, you know, and, and that's essentially, you know, why this is important. And, and I mean, like, of course, we've been we've been uh, talking a lot about like, I think we've been touching a lot about some tips already. But but if, if you would give like, you know, like some I don't know, like one, two, three, like key tips that you would provide for like, you know, students trying to find their path in the industry. Like, what are some of the things that they should keep in mind? This is such an important question. It sounds so simple, but it's yeah. so complicated because there's just so much information out <laughs> there. And I'm sure people are already overwhelmed with um, people telling them what to do and what not to do. Right. Um, I feel like the first thing I just advise everybody to avoid mistakes and, and just um, expedite the process is to make sure to know who you are. Um, and if that means doing the most nerdy thing, like creating a SWOT analysis of yourself and your strengths, right. weaknesses, <laughs> and threats, do that. That's just awesome. Build, yeah, build, build a SWOT for yourself, build a white paper, build pros and cons for yourself and just kind of understand who you are and what works for you, and then start tackling companies um, or nonprofits or for-profits, depending on what your goals are. Right. Um, the other thing I would advise, and this is again, something that's probably been spoken about a lot is patience. Yeah. It took me, despite all the effort that we're speaking about, took me a few months to land a job and another few months to start an initiative and not just to start it anybody i feel like can start something today yeah. with the low barriers to entry but to sustain it and continue it takes time and takes yeah. a lot more strategy um so just to be patient with yourself and patient with the opportunities and right. to kind of build that resistance uh, where the no's will eventually be converted into yeses um, so I think those are kind of two key opportunities. And I think the rest we sort of touched upon is yeah, to yeah. make sure you're always learning, you're always networking. There's so yeah. many platforms, there's such amazing people out there to help you, like your podcast, uh, that's providing value to a lot of people. So there's so much free content out there as well for yeah. you to kind of grab on, uh, make sure you do that and learn as much as possible. Uh, because at the end, it's your effort that's going to matter more. Absolutely. I think that's some really great advice. And I mean, like, I think it's important to which what you talked about. I mean, we, we just talked about that at another forum too, of like understanding your values and your beliefs, right? What is important for you? And in that, of course, like understanding your strengths and weaknesses. And I mean, like we all have strengths and weaknesses, like it's totally fine, but it's about being aware of those and understanding, okay, how can you, how can you improve? Like understanding, like also like, I mean, like when you're in a team or you're building a team, like, I mean, like I, I have stuff I'm really good at. And then I bring people in that are better at me on other stuff. That's how it works. You know, that's how you build, work together. And, and that's totally fine. And, you know, no one is perfect. You know, like everyone has their, their skills and their, their, their stuff that they aren't as good as. And, and that's totally fine. And, but it's about you understanding that and knowing, okay, this is where I can provide the most value. And this is stuff where I can learn or where I need help. And always trying to like improve, okay, how can I get my skill set to be better? How can I, you know, work on my uh, weaknesses or, or stuff like that? So you can kind of like always try to like elevate yourself. And that's, that's essentially what it comes down to. Um, and it's a good first step, you know, know yourself. And, and I think with that, you know, I mean, like, 
with you on uh, I mean, like from from your side, like what is like what are some of your plans moving forward now? I mean, like you're obviously working for Rakuten, but and and sort of like having that that sports this show, but but sort of like as a sport professional, as an entrepreneur, like what are what are some of your your plans moving forward? Like, do you have any milestones or stuff that you have in your mind? So many of them. <laughs> Uh, but I know we only have limited time on this podcast. Right. Uh, but to start with, of course, the entrepreneurial spirit in me will always stay alive. Awesome. Um, at the moment, I'm, uh, you know, just kind of trying to learn as, as much as I can. Yep. Uh, do everything that I did and not slack off. I feel like everybody who's sort of starting a new job or a new position, just make sure you're still continuing to do all the things that you did before getting the job as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to kind of keep uh, keep learning, keep growing. So the idea is to uh, keep keep doing that and contribute in the best way possible to the place I'm in. Um, and obviously unfold uh, to bigger and better things in the future. That's that's great. And from a professional professional standpoint, like we're, like you do you want to continue like with recruiting? Like, are there stuff that like do you do you enjoy being in Tokyo? Like, would you want to explore more of the world? Like, what are you? What are some of your thoughts? Um, I'll be I'll be pretty bullish in saying this. I consider myself a global citizen now, having <laughs> having spent some time across a few That's cities. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think I'll ever let the opportunity of being global, uh, whether that's taking India to the world or bringing the world to India or doing that with Japan. Right. I, I don't think I'm ever going to let go of that. And I think that's kind of where most of my mind anyway edges towards. Yeah. Um, so if, if that happens with Rakuten, um, I look forward to that. Or if that happens on its own, um, right. I think that's something I, I'll keep in mind as well. But the idea is just to sort of move upwards uh, while grabbing all the opportunities that I can get in my way. That, that's awesome, Anana. Well, well, with that, Anana, I just want to thank you so much, you know, for sharing your insights, your 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 tips with us, and and for all you listening, you know, if this is something that you think is interesting, you know, make sure to you know subscribe to this YouTube channel, and and sign up at Sporting Global if you haven't already. You know, we have the website, we have the the apps as well. Like it's your platform to connect with people like Anania. You know, look for opportunities. There's a lot of remote opportunities out there now as well from global companies get your taste of the global sport industry and of course network network with similar people you know it's a great place to do it i mean like it's hard now to to attend you know physical conferences and all this stuff because of the pandemic so now it's like use the digital assets that you have you know make sure to tune into anonymous podcast you know talk with her see what's going on and 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 try to like you know stay positive in this this pandemic and, and try to learn you know that's that's what's going to keep you keep you forward and with that Anani, i would just thank you so much for 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 being part of the podcast thank you for having me this has been such a great com conversation um and i look forward to continuing and wish you the best with the work that you're doing at sporting global i'm sure uh, it's going to help so many more people students and professionals Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nanya. And with every video we create, we always finish with Nisnakis, which means see you later in Norwegian. So now you know from Norwegian too. I'm excited to use that sometime. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Nanya. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.